0: Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today.
2: 10,
3: 10, 10 9,
0: 9 8, 8, 8 7 7, 7 6, 6 5, 5 4, 4, 4 3, 2, 3 2, 2 one 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the morning pre-show. Mix ninety four point one.
4: Good morning and welcome to the show. It is Thursday, January 26th. Thank you so much for joining us. We're almost to the weekend, so excited to have you here, a lot going on, we'll get to that in a minute, but how are you doing this morning?
1: Not bad, not bad, it was a nice night. Um, what did I do here? Uh, so Laura's out of town, so when Laura's out of town, my schedule's kind of turned around a little bit, always having to go home let the dogs out and stuff like that, so we left here, uh, took the dogs out, did some errands, did the TV show last night got home from that and uh, had a nice uh, outside workout, went uh, on a run with Jax. It was a nice night. It was a good day yesterday. How are you doing? It
4: was a really beautiful day yesterday. Uh, I mean, still chilly, obviously, out there, but uh, yeah, we did the same thing. We did our walk yesterday and um, it was uh, a little chilly, but it was just nice and I like how it's staying lighter longer. I'm a big fan of that. (laughs) That has been really nice. Yesterday was good. Um, Had some stuff I had to take care of uh, after the show and then um, my my daughter, she went back to school yesterday so we sent her off and then uh just kind of keeping in touch with her and and seeing how you know going back and and rechecking in and and reuniting with all her friends and stuff and it was really neat to see she was posting some she posted like a photo on um her be real and it's her and her her little friend group and they just look so happy to see each other oh. and i was just like oh <laughs> it just made me so happy as much as i missed her it made me so happy
1: the it was probably about ten thirty, maybe ten forty five. 45 i left the studio after the show i'm coming back in when i walk into the studio i we have windows here and i can see out into the parking lot and i came back in from the bathroom and walked in the studio And I see it in the parking lot I see you and uh, I see you saying goodbye to Sophie And giving her a big hug And it was it got me choked up watching you outside Say goodbye to your daughter yesterday You even got me choked up looking at the two of you hug
4: Yeah, she was, uh, she, started, she started getting teary eyed And she started crying a little bit And So I wanted to cry, but I was like You have to stay strong, no crying So I was like, oh, come Aww. on, kid. you're going to be fine It's going to be great and, I, and then the second she left, I came in my studio And I was like, bah! I was like, cannot let her see me cry I did everything I could to keep in the tears. Hold back, tears. Oh, man. When
1: do classes start then for her? Today, this morning. Oh, my gosh. Right back into it. Yeah,
4: they weren't allowed to come back until yesterday. Otherwise, she would have probably given herself a couple more days to get back in situated. But they uh, weren't allowed to check in until yesterday. And uh, so last night, you know, she was kind of giving me her schedule for today and what her her new classes are. And she's meeting some friends for breakfast. And then they're going to go to class because they have the same. In class and um, I was just kind of getting the rundown. What's nice though is this semester she does not have classes on Fridays. So basically she goes to school today and then she doesn't doesn't have anything tomorrow.
1: Well that's a huge plus though so is if yeah. there's a weekend she wants to come home or you guys want to go out there and see her to have a going into it in college, having a three day weekend every week. Yeah. G- brilliant for her for oh, scheduling you know, it that way. It's really that kid uh, is smart. I was <laughs> like
4: that is awesome because um, yeah, you just uh, extended your weekend and, and that's nice. So yeah, it was a really good day. It's been a really good week. Yeah, I'm. I'm really excited for her, and and uh, everyone else is doing well. It was kind of lonely at dinner last night. The three of us were like, "Man, it's so weird, so weird." Because <laughs> she was home
1: for almost a, like at least a month, right? Over
4: a month. It was like six weeks. It was a. It, I didn't. I don't remember college breaks being that long. I really don't. I don't know if that's just with her school, but. I was like, wow, that was a long break.
1: I had that debate with my mom this week because she heard Sophie on the show and, and said she sounds like such a mature woman now. And, and she said, wow. Um, she said, you you were home for that long from UNLV. I'm like, I wasn't home for six weeks. And my mom's like, no, you were home for a really long time. I'm like, I think it was maybe three weeks, but it wasn't six weeks. That's a long time. It really is. To be home. And I was trying to think. I'm like, I remember I had the job at Value Rent-A-Car and I wanted to come home for Christmas break. And they're like, well, you, you can leave, but you have to, you know, you have to quit. We can rehire you in a month. I'm like, ah, I don't want to do that. Yeah. And so I set it up where I was getting a uh, internship for a month back home. I'm like, well, what if I'm getting like doing a college internship? Are you firing me for school? They're like, no. If you have a legit internship and you have a letter showing you're getting an internship somewhere, you can take the month off. And so I, the, the inn that I used to work yeah. at. I went back and, and I worked there a little bit, so I had some money over the break. But I technically was get it was technically an internship at the end, so that way I could leave the rental car place, come back, and, and you didn't want to leave and quit because you want to keep your seniority. Yeah, so I was able to leave for the month. Do my internship, come back and, and re, uh, keep my seniority in place. Oh,
4: that was a smart move on that one. Whether or not it was legit, it was uh, it was a smart move. <laughs>
1: it worked. Hey, technically it was an internship. I was working at a hotel. I was a hotel did major. Did you get
4: college credit for it? I did
1: have to register for it. Yeah. 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 Oh, so then
4: it was a legit internship. It, it was
1: legit. So yeah, kind of a workaround right I there. I
4: remember I tried to, when I was going to school at UNLV, and I'm working here too, I would literally go to UNLV after the show and, and take my classes. And uh, I remember I was like, you know what? I'm my one of my credits, or for however many credits the internship was, I think it was three. Um, I'm going to see if I can do an internship here at the radio station. I mean, I work here anyway. Maybe I can just do it two in one. So I met with my advisor. I'm like, yeah. Um, so I want to do a radio internship uh, and be on the morning show. And she's like, well, you already do that. And I was like, yeah, but I'd like to do it for college credit. She's <laughs> like, no, you cannot do that. I'm like, well, why not? What if I do something else in the at the station? And she's like, like what? And I'm like, oh, maybe I work in the promotions department. She's like, that's fine. And then the more I thought of it, I'm like, I don't want to do two jobs. <laughs> I, I mean, I already have enough on my plate as it is. I don't want to have to work here and then go do the stuff in the promotions department. I was like, nah, never mind. We're uh, not going to do that.
1: Well, what if you would apply for an internship at another radio station in town? So you, you, you host the number fun. one morning show in Las Vegas, and you walk across the street to the rock station to be the <laughs> afternoon intern. Hey, what's
3: up,
4: guys?
3: Can you show me a couple <laughs> Just of for things for my internship? <laughs>
1: That would have been awesome.
4: Well, luckily that did not happen. So, <laughs> all right. Well, let's start the show, guys. Thanks for joining us. Time for the pre-show. You you pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear "What's Up" by Four Non Blondes? Do you want to hear "Let the Music Play" by Shannon? Yeah, the music. Do you want to hear Look What You've Done by Jet? Oh, look
0: what you've done. You've made a fool of
4: Those are your choices. Tweet us with your votes at Mercedes in the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page or you can text or call us. 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1.
0: 25 years and my life is still. Time to get a bat, quick big, big hew la home. All destination. All the rumors are true, yeah. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix
1: 94.1. We now have the backstory on Jeremy Renner's accident. Jeremy was trying to save his nephew when he was crushed by his massive snow groom, uh, grooming machine. That's according to the newly released incident report from a Nevada sheriff's office. Police say that Jeremy had, had helped free his nephew's car from the snow when the snow cat ...started sliding sideways. Jeremy jumped out of it, but then he realized it was heading towards his nephew... Jeremy didn't set the parking brake, which police think would have stopped it, so he tried to jump back into the snowcat to divert or stop it from hitting his nephew. In order to get back into the cab, though, he had to step on one of the tracks, which pulled him under, and that's when he got run over.
4: Oh, yikes. And I bet it just happened so fast that he didn't even realize what was going on.
1: Like a blink of an eye kind of a situation. Now, the report states that Jeremy did not set the parking brake. It also suggests that mechanical issues may have been a factor because the brake light indicator inside the cab was not functional. So.
4: Ooh, I... I smell a lawsuit.
1: Something, yeah. Is that what a smell? <laughs> <laughs> Either that or the um, the uh, food that was left in the studio last night.
4: Oh, yeah. Did someone leave food again? Was, yeah. I mean, you had a talk with her? I, I You I know, know many talks
1: you, have happened and stuff just continues.
4: Really? You really need to. You, what I would do. Okay, so there Go was something on, that was happening in here. And people were coming in here. And they don't do it anymore because there's no one around here anymore. But, but when I first moved in here, people are always coming in here and moving my stuff and taking my stuff. And I finally made a sign. And I put, please do not remove items from this studio. Thank you. All caps. Put it right up here, right next to me. Ever since I put that sign up, nothing has disappeared. Nothing has been moved. So maybe you put up a sign. Make it. I can make it for you if you like. Please. And it says, please it remove or please empty trash if you eat in the studio or something like that. That's very I don't know. clear and concise. And I like just it. all caps and put it up right there on that bulletin board. So when there are people in there, they look directly at it and maybe that'll get them.
1: Maybe Right here too by the trash can. Because if you come in here in the morning...
4: Was it onions?
1: I don't know what it was. It was just a stench to it. So I just... I wrapped it up. I felt like I
4: smelled onions when I came in this morning. So I was like, oh... So we're smelling
1: lawsuits and onions in the studio this morning. That's what we're we're smelling. Austin Butler is finally crediting his ex-girlfriend, Vanessa Hudgens, for his first Oscar nomination. In a new interview, he says that Vanessa convinced him to try out for the role. So Austin and Vanessa dated for nearly a decade before calling it quits in 2020. I didn't follow these two. Was it a bad breakup? Do you know when the when the two broke up?
4: I remember what, that they were dating forever, but I do not remember what their breakup was like. I have no clue.
1: Because Austin credited her, but did not mention her by her name. He said, I was with my partner at the time. We've been together for so long, and she had this sort of, clairvoyant moment, and so I really owe her a lot for believing in me.
4: Well, that was nice. I mean, he could have said her name, but I guess maybe we just all know, so he didn't.
1: Perhaps that's why, yeah. Uh, SZA has the number one album in the country. It's been number one for six weeks. Miley Cyrus has the number one song with Flowers. Could they be doing a collaboration? So SZA tweeted, major congrats to Miley, excited for her album and to work together. Miley responded, you are killing it. Congratulations. Sending love. Does that mean something could be happening between the two of them?
4: Mm, I think so. That's what, that's what I saw everywhere yeah. yesterday. That there's def- definitely something happening. That
1: would be huge if they do. We'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour right around 7.15. It's Mix 94.1.
0: Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number
1: 1768.
0: And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC.
4: Good morning and welcome to the show. It is 6 o'clock on the dot, Thursday, January 26th. Thank you so much for joining us. As we get into it this morning, almost to the weekend, I have two things I would like to address with you. Okay. Number one. Yes. Thank you for the text this morning warning me about the (laughs) police officer that was on Tanea. I don't really speed down that street, but for some reason I was going kind of fast. I get a little buzz on my wrist, my Apple Watch. And I see it's from JC, but I'm driving and I'm kind of like trying to read it. And I was like, ugh. So then I grab my phone. No, I'm not supposed to kind of look, and it says, Cops on Tanea. And I'm literally just turned on Tanea. And I was like, ah <laughs> So I, I like went really slow and then I saw I saw the cop sitting there. I made a complete four-way stop or a uh, complete stop at the stop sign, which I normally do, but I really sat there. I was like, Noo-doo-doo. okay, let's go. Um, so thank you for that. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. And, and and that's what I was trying to figure out what he was
1: doing because he was at the intersection of Tanea and Z- that Badura straight yeah. back there. And he was sitting back a little bit. So I'm thinking, was he watching that four-way stop? Because... Back before Bedora, now all the way, Bedora crosses through Tanea. You go back a year, maybe two years ago, that was a T-intersection. And in the morning, yeah, that was definitely a rolling stop for me. I would just like, okay, no one's coming. Four-way stop, yeah, I slow down. It's, it's you know, it's almost 5 o'clock in the morning. There's no traffic, so I don't come to a complete stop normally. But today, when I saw that guy, same thing. Stop. Look both I'm ways. Like one
4: Mississippi, two <laughs> Mississippi, three Mississippi. Okay, let's go.
1: Because you did the same for me this past summer. You gave me a heads up. Unfortunately, it, uh, I, I just missed your text message Ugh. when I got pulled over this past summer on the two fifteen. I was doing eighty two on the two fifteen, and I got a ticket for that. I took care of it all as well. But you gave me the same uh, the same heads up that morning.
4: Yes, so thank you for that. Question number two, yeah. or statement number two. So in the pre-show, we played what's up by four Mm non-blondes um and someone texted us on the text line it says don't you two have a story about the lead singer from four non-blondes that being linda perry and i was sitting here and i was like oh remember when she was here in studio she came in studio and she was helping to promote a new artist and i'm sitting here and i was like who was that what was that artist's name that she was promoting and i was like what i can't remember What? Who was it? So I, I did my research. I got the answer. I want to quiz you to see if you remember the artist's name. Who was Linda Perry helping to promote when she came in studio?
1: Ah, here's the thing that recently popped up like on a Facebook, something for me. So I watched the video of Linda Perry coming in the studio because she was here with that artist. And we started geeking out of the fact that, like, I think one of us walked through, like, the, the hallway, and they're like, Linda Perry's out there. And she came in the studio, and we played that song, and we talked to her, and that was a very, very special moment for us. Uh, it was a very, very special day. So that being said, that artist was, and we play her now. She's a doll. She's very sweet. Um, that was Jax. Victoria's Secret.
4: Oh gosh, no. Um we don't play the artist, by we the don't? way. Don't know. Are you sure? I'm one hundred percent positive. <sighs> that was way before Jax's time. That was I don't think you're gonna get it. I
1: see her face too. She was super nice. And her mom was here too. We did the lounge back there with her in the conference room. She was very kind. Rebecca Lopez.
4: Okay, sure. Why can't you just say, I don't know? I don't know. Why do you have to make up stuff? Just say, I don't know. I forget. I see your face. I I see your face. I can't remember her name. Who was it? Willa Amai. That's right. Willa Amai. I, and so I, I looked her up on Instagram. I'm like, whatever happened to Willa Amai? She's still doing music, but she goes to Harvard now. Can you believe that?
1: Holy. Was she going to Harvard when she was here?
4: uh no she's only 18 years old oh my gosh. So this is her first year it says on her bio harvard 26 and it looks like she's studying music there because she's posting like videos of her like th- this was an assignment for class or or whatever and so i was like look at that girl go she's going to harvard i guess if you have linda perry as a reference you, that might help you a little bit. You're going to go far. But I thought that was really cool. That is really cool. You know, cool. And, and, and she's still doing the music thing, and and she was very talented. I, uh, I'm i excited to see what happens with her.
1: If you want to see that, that uh, interview that we did with Linda Perry that morning, it's, it's on our Facebook page from a couple years ago. I think if you just go there and search Linda Perry or something, it'll pop up. But it was really cool to see her in studio and, and talking about the song and everything. And it was a complete, complete surprise that she was here that morning.
4: Yeah, it was so random. Just going to the bathroom, and then you see this cute hat. And I'm like, who's that? Oh. Oh, It's Linda Perry. Hi.
1: (laughs) How are you? Uh, Let's talk about today's show. Weekends with Adele, 920. Your chance to to win a staycation for two. You get 2 nights stay at Caesars Palace, and you get to go see Adele live at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. 920 for your chance to win those tickets. 740, those tickets to go see Nickelback. And then in about 15 minutes, with early edition of Heads Up, four tickets to Paw Patrol Live. We are stacked with a bunch of stuff this morning. And up next is What's Trending. What do you got for us?
4: All right. The first set of Grammy performances have been announced. Who is the most handsome man in the world? And a new beer for chili lovers. We'll explain coming up next And What's Trending.
1: It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Here in about five minutes when you win Heads Up. Tickets for you to Paw Patrol Live probably trending
0: already. We're trending well. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the Morning's What's Trending is on Mix 94.1.
4: The Grammys are trending this morning. We're getting our first look at some of the artists that are set to perform at this year's Grammy Awards. Sam Smith and Kim Petras. Lizzo also will both hit the stage um, at the Crypto.com Arena in LA. Other Grammy performers announced are Bad Bunny, Mary J. Blige, Brandy Carlile, Luke Combs, and Steve Lacey. Now they're going to announce more performers here in the next few days, but the awards are coming up. They're on February 5th, and for the third year in a row, Trevor Noah will be hosting.
1: That's a solid initial lineup of people before you. That's, I, that's a no, nice lineup.
4: I heard a rumor yesterday uh, that Lady Gaga will be performing. I don't know if that's true, but that's I heard that. Via um, work connections that, that she may be making an appearance. So we'll see. I don't know. That's a solid connection. Yeah, then. That would be really good.
1: Uh, she would be what performing the song from the Top Gun movie. Then? Yeah.
4: It's, it's and she was nominated for an Oscar for yeah. it. So it would make sense. But I don't think I, I don't know if it was nominated for a Grammy. That's a question. Be I should weird. probably look. Yeah, if
1: it got nominated for an Oscar but not a Grammy. That'd be interesting if that happens. Yeah,
4: she should perform it at the Grand or at the Oscars for sure. Yeah. But I don't know. So we'll keep that keep you posted on those. Um also trending this morning is Regé Jean Page. According to new research He is the most handsome man in the world. So cosmetic surgeons have found that the Bridgerton star's face is 93.65% perfect in terms of the golden ratio. That's what the golden ratio, it measures the symmetry of a person's face and it determines their apparent attractiveness. So Reggie Jean page is number one coming in at uh, behind page at number two is Chris Hemsworth. Michael B. Jordan is number three. Harry Styles is number four. And British soccer player Jude Bellingham is number five.
1: Would you make any tweaks? Would you shuffle up the top five? Or in your mind, is that a solid ranking?
4: That's really solid. I mean, Reggie Jean-Page is beautiful. I'm looking up Jude Bellingham, though, because I'm not super familiar with him. Oh, yep. Yeah, he deserves to be there. De- definitely <laughs> handsome. Definitely handsome.
1: Bellingham is his name. Be- be- Bellingham.
4: Oh, yeah. oh, there he is. Yeah, oh, yeah, he is a very attractive man. Oh, he is a good-looking fella. I think I see the sym- symmetrical features. I see that golden ratio at work. Yes, for oh, sure. He's 19 years old. Oh dang! Oh my gosh! I take that back. Oh gosh! Oh, that's the worst. Oopsie. He's 19. He'll be 20 in and June. He's a huge star and a soccer star. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh, look at him go. Good for him. Yeah. Well, he's very handsome. Okay, so (laughs) anyway, uh, finally, this morning, Hormel is trending. They have partnered with Modest Brewing out of Minnesota to create Hormel Chili Cheese Brew. Yes, it's a chili cheese spiced beer. So on the label, it says it pairs well with recliners gaming and late night snack attacks. Uh modest describes it as chili cheese dip inspired corn chip flavored crushable american lager created with a mix of savory spices and hints of cheddar cheese powder. Now, it is available online at hormelchilicheesebrew.com while supplies last. A four-pack costs 12 bucks before shipping costs. They say it will ship in time for the Super Bowl on February 12th if you are so inclined to get yourself a... A six pack of that, and that is what's trending.
1: So call our 20 right now 702 364 9400. You're caller 20. You get to play heads up, and we got a great prize for you.
4: We have four tickets for you to check out Paw Patrol Live. Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol. It's the Gray Pirate Adventure happening February 10th at the Orleans Arena. Not only will you win that four-pack of tickets, but you will also be qualified for a VIP package, which includes premium seats, an exclusive photo op with the Paw Patrol characters after the show. It's going to be a lot of fun. And Caller 20, you are going right now. All you got to do is pick your category, pick your partner, and if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you're going to win. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400.
0: It's time for heads up with Mercedes in the morning on Mix Nutty Four Point
4: One. Okay, our contestant is Jan. your are caller twenty. Let's back really the play. Yeah, let's do this. Let's get you these. Oh, uh, this four pack of tickets to Paw Patrol Live. There's two categories for you to choose from. Do you want to go with Lunar New Year or handwriting? um let's do handwriting handwriting it is okay national handwriting day was on monday these are all things that are associated with your hands okay okay all right who do you want to pick as your partner Um, I'll pick you, Mercedes. Okay.
1: All right, Jan. Sixty seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You're going to Paw Patrol, ladies. Just start now. This is
4: what you're doing on the keyboard. You're typing. Yes. Um, This is what you would write with. Not a not pencil. Yeah. No. No. The other one. Yes. Um, This is. um, Some people read when they read your hand. They're one of these readers. um, Um, Tell. Hand signal? No, it's um. What kind of trees do you see in Las Vegas all over the place? Um, um. Pass. Okay, pass. Um. These are your digits. Your your thumb. Your pointer. Fingers. Yes. Um. You might do this on a canvas with a brush. Paint. Yes. Um. This is the type of patrol you're trying to win tickets for. Huh. Yeah! Oh, that's only five. It's five. Um, this, you might paint these um, uh, to look like different colors. You might get a French manicure. You're painting your what? Yeah, there we go! Um, Yay! Premature celebration. <laughs> it's just I was looking into the future and I knew you knew you were gonna win this. So you did it. <laughs> well, Thank you're all, you. You're all set,
1: Jan, oh, with those oh, tickets oh, oh. to go see Paul Patrol live. Uh, that's four tickets to go see them. And we actually have these tickets all week long. Uh, Six twenty. Tomorrow morning's your last chance to win them. Now we're doing heads up again in the 8 o'clock hour. And when you win heads up in the 8 o'clock hour, tickets for you to go see Bruno Mars. Mm. Uh.
4: Valentine's Day is really just around the corner. I know that January is the longest month. It just keeps going and going. (laughs) But uh, you got to make sure that you make those dinner reservations if you're going to go out midweek and celebrate. Because if not, you'll probably end up in the doghouse. You don't want to forget something big like that.
1: Oh, you don't want to forget a date. And Laura's got a a friend that uh, her husband's kind of in the doghouse, right? Well, maybe they're past it, but at least was in the doghouse on on Wednesday. Yeah, if, if Valentine's Day is your thing. Just do that right now. Make the reservation right now so it's done with it. You don't forget it because next thing you know, it's going to be here. Her girlfriend, so Laura's in San Diego right now for a horse show. And one of her friends at the horse show, her birthday was on Tuesday. Her husband, no kids, but husband's back here in Las Vegas, and he forgot her birthday.
4: Ooh, that's, in my opinion, that's worse than Valentine's Day. Oh, that, that is her day. Is really bad.
1: He apparently, he brought, it came up later on in the day or something. She brought something up. He's like, oh, hey. he sort of come with some excuses and stuff. But they spoke multiple times throughout the morning. And Laura's telling me they're not big birthday people. That's what the girl was telling her. But still, at the same time, she at least wants to be recognized on her birthday from her husband. Even though not to say that, even though he's in Las Vegas and she's in San Diego doing her thing. And still, a husband should remember his wife's birthday. A wife should remember her husband's birthday. That's something that's that's hard to recover from.
4: So he just forgot, or what? Apparently
1: so. I, I don't know if he's busy with work, life. Um, they didn't know.
4: talk at all that day, or oh, when no, they did, no, they, he just didn't mention it. It came or up what? It,
1: it came up. Lars said it came up later on the afternoon, later on Tuesday afternoon. So they spoke multiple times throughout the day. I don't know if it was text messages or if they spoke, but it didn't come up till later on in the afternoon. So imagine it being your birthday and Matt not saying anything until. One, two o'clock in the afternoon.
4: Yeah, I mean, I would be pretty hurt. I would be pretty hurt. And it's not even like about getting gifts or anything like that. That's not an issue. But just not even acknowledging it, I would be pretty hurt. I think that happened to my mom one year on on her birthday. I just had this weird flashback where I remember it was her birthday and she was crying. Like not like, but like I could see she was upset and she was sitting on her bed and I went in her room and I was like, what's wrong? And she's like, nothing. No, you know what it was? My dad didn't get her anything for her birthday.
1: Oh.
0: That's
4: what it was. Um, So, like, we, me and my brother were all like, happy birthday. We made her cards. And I think I got up early and made her breakfast or something. And my dad just didn't get her anything. And she was so hurt. Like, she didn't expect anything extravagant, but maybe even, like, some flowers or something. And after that year things changed every year he'd made sure he did something for her for her birthday and i don't know if he forgot or well he obviously forgot but um it was just yeah i remember that birthday i have uh I have flashbacks about that sometimes.
1: Has anyone ever forgotten the big day, whether it be a birthday, anniversary, some milestone that you celebrate and you just forgot to bring that up or, or mention it to someone? Uh, with birthdays, with friends' birthdays, I would usually try to do first thing in the morning, at least early in the morning thanks to Facebook. Send them a message on Facebook and then a text message. But there'll be times where, you know, I'll see it's a, a buddy's birthday and I'll, I'll just forget. And it'll be like 8 o'clock at night. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's 8 o'clock at night. So I'll send something like, hey, I hope today has been wonderful and you got everything you want and just thinking of you and happy birthday. And as long as long as I get it in for a friend the day of, I don't feel that bad.
4: I have a, a friend who... Will text me on my half birthday. Happy half birthday. Hope it's been wonderful. And then they, uh, when it's my birthday, they always text me the night before because they want to be the first person to wish me a happy birthday. And I actually look forward to those texts. I'm always really flattered. Like, do they have a notification in their calendar on my half birthday? Because there's no way that they could remember that otherwise. It's just so funny.
1: We used to do that first. We had the Mix 94.1 newsletter. And if you signed up for the newsletter, newsletter, you would get a a half birthday greeting from Mercedes and I. It was a video that went out on your half birthday. You would receive it because most people give that birthday greeting. We would send a video on your half birthday to wish you half
4: birthday. I don't think we do that anymore. I don't think it's there anymore. So sad. So sad. I did
1: get it though one year. I'm like, hey,
4: thanks Mercedes and Jason. Yeah, I got that too. That's very (laughs) nice
1: of you guys. Coming up next hour, 740. Tickets for you to go see Nickelback. And up next is the Hot 3. What do you got for us? All
4: right. well, speaking of Valentine's Day, how many people say they're going to be single by choice on that day? We're going to talk a little bit about that. Also, do you suffer from paperwork panic? We'll tell you what that is. And a woman is convinced that her dead husband has just appeared in an ad for an Indian restaurant. Is he not dead after all? We're going to talk about it coming up next in the Hot 3.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game.
0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two. Three. It's time for the hot three on Mix Nutty 4.1.
4: Valentine's Day, just a few weeks away, but not having someone special to spend it with really isn't a concern for many singles. That's according to new research. This study from dating.com says that 61% of people will be single by choice this Valentine's Day, and they're actually. Really glad about that. Um, This study found that people, rather than stressing about not being romantically involved, people are taking a more laid back approach to dating. Uh, 74% of singles say that it just adds too much pressure on a blossoming romance. Valentine's Day does. And 42% of people say they would actually break up with someone to avoid having to pay for something special. To celebrate. (laughs) Like, oh, Valentine's Day coming up. Let's break up until it's over and then we can uh, get back together. It's like this
1: 15th of February. Like, hey, what are you up to? Want to hang out again? Change my mind.
4: I'm really not a big fan of Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. I just feel like that's, you know, it's just so forced. It's such a a hallmark holiday and it's just a bunch of people going out to eat on the prefix menus. And if you do it, and, and maybe I'm just jaded, I just feel like it's just. Do it on a random day. It would mean so much more than saying, oh, it's February 14th. We have to go do this.
1: We must go out and celebrate yeah. our love with each other. We're right there with you. We don't do we don't do cards or anything. We don't get in the whole thing. Don't do dinner. Now, we first started dating. We did do it because it was something new and special. We did it um, for a couple of years. And then after that, I was like, nah, it's just February 14th.
4: Well, we still do that. <laughs> but we, I mean, I just, I don't like it being forced. Like, I always get him a gift and a card yeah. and stuff like that. But we rarely go out to eat. We'll usually do it the weekend before the weekend. Weekend after but being that valentine's day i think is on a tuesday this year i that's gonna that's gonna mess up both weekends <laughs> the restaurants are gonna be packed oh yeah sure. it's a good
1: point yeah it's a lot it's a lot going out especially everyone's going out too and you don't get your reservation in it's gonna be packed and stuff yeah stay at for home sure. and enjoy yourself
4: um also this morning do you suffer from paperwork panic nearly six in ten adults say yes they do and many would rather let their insurance run out instead of filling out forms for hours. That's exactly what paperwork panic is that stress and that anxiety that you get when it's time to fill out paperwork, whether it's at a local doctor's office or you have to book a dentist appointment or you have to make a will, or you have to sort out your insurance policies. 58% of people say they'll, ignore a number of tasks on their to-do list with 15% blaming their lack of action on time constraints and 12% saying it just takes too long. And another 19% have even let their insurance run out because they were just like, I don't want to fill out the paperwork. That's, I do get stressed out. Like at the beginning of the year, the first time that you go to a doctor or whatever, they're always redoing their paperwork for the year. So then you go and check in and they're like, okay, I just need you to fill out these forms, you know, new forms for the new year. And I'm always, I'm always like, oh man, sit down with the, with the clipboard and the pen. What's your group number on your insurance? Dig it out of my bag. I gotta get that and What's your What's your insurance name? Are you covered by other insurance? No. Like, oh my gosh, all this stuff I have to do.
1: Are you allergic to allergies, this that, and everything? And then when you get it done, you, you turn it in like, oh wait, you missed this form down bottom. I always feel bad for the people that have to read that stuff and enter it in the computer or whatever, because I'll start with good intentions, JC Fernandez. And then by like line three, it's just, it's scribble. I'm writing so fast to get it done. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, how are they going to read that? But somehow they do.
4: Yeah. It's like reading a doctor's prescription. You just you. <laughs> had to find a way to do it. Um, finally this morning, this is a crazy story. A 59-year-old British woman swears that she sees her husband in a new social media ad for an Indian restaurant called Spice Cottage. The problem is is that her husband died in 2014 so her name is lucy watson she is so confident that it is her husband and her stepson sitting across from him that she actually reached out to the spice cottage to ask how old the footage was they said it was just recorded a couple of weeks ago well naturally that is set a fire under the true crimers of the internet who are curious if this meant that lucy's husband was actually alive but she insists That's not possible. She said there's no doubt that he's dead. He went through a very serious illness. He needed a liver transplant. The doctors tried to make it happen, but before they could, her husband passed away. She said he was sickly skinny then. So it, Isn't that he's alive. It's just that the Spice Cottage's video must have been taken well before his death. They put out a clarification, the Spice Cottage did on Facebook, saying that the that they created the video to show off a new remodel, specifically their new wooden tables. And they are new this month. Before all the tables were covered by white and red cloths, they insist that the footage was shot on January 9th of this year. But Lucy is not accepting that. She says she recognizes the clothes her husband is wearing, and she knows that he would have ordered the chicken korma because that's all he ever ate. So she said the restaurant is never as busy these days. It just looks in the video like that in the video and accused them of using old footage just to try to bring in new customers. She appears to be wrong, though. Once this went viral, her stepson, Alex, who she claims is there eating with her husband, came forward and said, it's not them. And her sister backed him up under um, in a post under the video. In any event, the Spice Cottage has gotten a lot more publicity than they could have ever imagined for this brief clip showing off. They're awesome wooden tables. Looking at the pictures and
1: stuff of this guy and everything. That's kind of a trip.
4: Yeah, that is kind of crazy.
1: Now, here in the 7 o'clock hour, coming up, 7.40, those tickets for you to go see Nickelback. We have those coming up. And also our 7 a.m. Social Club. We'll be live during the entire hour on Facebook and YouTube. You can watch us. We chit-chat back and forth. Uh, and that starts in just about five minutes.
4: I am in disbelief reading some of this stuff. If you have not uh, liked or subscribed to our YouTube channel or our Facebook page, you got to do it. Um, We are currently live on the 7 a.m. social, and I was on our Facebook page looking at some of the posts and and the comments on stuff. And yesterday, we had posted this, and we were going to get to it yesterday, but we we didn't get a chance to. We got sidetracked. And it was a a question about coworkers. And the question was, what is a sign that a coworker doesn't like you? And it came up because... um, There's a new survey that or it's actually an article from Business Insider that says that there are some sure signs that a coworker does not like you. And some of those things are they don't smile when you're around. um, They can't maintain eye contact with you. They don't acknowledge your presence, stuff like that. And uh, so we asked you guys what what are signs that a coworker doesn't like you and i'm reading some of these and i cannot believe that some of you have to deal with with treatment like this from your coworkers have you ever dealt with a coworker that just does not like you and what did they do 7023649400 so some of them are um when you say hi or good morning to them and they don't even look at you or respond. I mean, that's just so degrading. It's so awful. Just be a kind human being. Yeah. Um, If they send you an email that says per my last email, uh, this one says uh, they pick on you like it's high school because they think it's cute slash funny, but they eat alone because nobody likes them. The irony (laughs) Um, when you volunteer and say you're happy to co chair a committee with them and they pick someone else during a meeting and don't even address you. Like, thanks for your interest. Nah, I'm not bitter. Oh, that's harsh. That Imagine that situation. Any
1: volunteers and you raise your hand, like, anyone? Anyone?
4: Besides her?
1: Yeah. Uh... Anyone
4: else? Okay, you know what? I'm just going to pick you.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: like, what? Have you ever had to deal with a coworker that you knew did not like you and what did they do?
1: I had, this was a coworker in Washington, D.C. Uh, her name was Melissa. Um, no, I'm sorry. Her name was Tiffany. Melissa was the nice one. Uh, Tiffany just, she just did not like me. And I, I couldn't figure it out. She was short with me. uh, wouldn't talk to me. Like you just tell this girl did not like me. And it's probably like six or seven months in we're at an event. And she finally says to me, she goes, I don't understand. Why don't you ever talk about your son? I'm like, uh-oh, what do you know that I don't know? I'm like, what are you talking about? It's like your son in San Francisco. You, you say you don't have kids. You never talk about him. I just think that's really rude and mean. You don't talk about your son. And Melissa, the other girl, said, like, what are you talking about? He doesn't any kids. This girl, when I went and applied for the job as producer, another guy came in and applied for the job, and he had a kid. I got hired. This girl got her stories turned around and thought I was the one with the kid.
4: Oh. So, for
1: like six or seven months, I'm on the air saying, I don't have kids. I'm meeting people. You know, I had no kids, no kids, never talk about my kids. And finally, she said, Why did you ever talk about your son? I'm like, I don't got a son. What do you do? So, she was so angry at me for the first six months thinking I had a kid and didn't recognize him, didn't talk about him, didn't didn't do anything with that kid. So, she was so angry until we finally figured out why. And then after that, she was super nice to me.
4: That, well, okay. So, it wasn't anything you did, it was more like a uh, miscommunication yeah yeah she... so everyone else has liked you then that's a good thing
1: well no trust me i'm sure there's many people that don't like me i just never picked up on it <laughs>
4: that, that's even better that's a better way to live where it just doesn't <laughs> even you don't even notice because you just don't care that's the that's the way we should all live like oh you don't like me I did, i'm sorry i didn't notice that's the ultimate way to get back at someone who doesn't like you isn't it
1: have you ever picked up on anything of someone like sending a signal or doing one of these things
4: to you yeah like yesterday th- seriously like okay one of our co-workers I have been calling, texting. There's something I need to discuss with them. And I'm just like, hey, you know, can we talk about this? Send emails. No response. No text back. No call back. No nothing. So yesterday I saw the that coworker and I was like, okay, well, I'll just say something. I I don't want to be like super aggressive, but my gosh, it's been like four weeks, you know, nothing, no response. And I thought we were like, Cool. I didn't, nothing happened. I thought everything was fine. And I see the coworker. I'm like, hey, did you um get my messages and emails about this? And they were like, yeah, I've just been busy. And I was like, okay, well, that's it. I'm done. Like, wh- what can I do? If you don't, I don't know if I'm just annoying or whatever, but it's like, I, I just needed an answer on something, you know? Just
1: respond. You know, you know, even if there is issues or something, just respond. If you're asking, if it's a work thing, like, "Hey, can we do this?" and whatever, whatever the question is, just respond. No one is that busy where they can't respond to a text message. Well, they're literally that. just
4: sitting there looking at their phone when they when they said that, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, you look really busy, but I, okay, I'll just leave you alone."
1: That's a, when someone said, "I'm, i I was too busy." Really, your phone is with you 24 seven. Especially if you send them a text message. Oh, I know, and, uh,
4: and it was just, I, I was just so frustrated, and I was like, I go, okay and i just walked away and i was like i'm done with that situation i don't know you can't make someone like you you mm-hmm. can't make someone respond to you but it was just like it's it, it's just kind of rude and i i'm trying to go back in my mind like did i do something did i say something And no, like every interaction we had before that was completely pleasant. So I tried to take it. I tried not to take it personally. And I tried to, in my mind, say, you know what? Maybe they're dealing with something that I don't know about. And so I'm not going to make it about me. I'm just going to leave it, though. Because if if they are dealing with something, let them deal with it. And then maybe they'll come back around. So whatever.
1: Everyone's, Everyone's dealing with something. Everyone's got something going on in their life. But if you sent this person multiple messages for a work thing... They've been at work since they, they're they not like that. They're here, right? They're, they're working, correct?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Then why not respond? I don't know. I don't know. So that's that was a sign that the coworker didn't like me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, well, we're just going to move on from this. You're not going to rain on my parade. You're well, not going to ruin my day. When you send messages
1: and they don't respond. I know. And it's if it's so a work thing, too, you know, if it's like a work thing and you need an answer, it's like, come on.
4: <laughs> and it doesn't even benefit me. It benefits them. Like it does Well it kind of benefits me But it mostly benefits them And I was just like "Mm, Okay well we're just gonna move on. It's gonna on. be a great day. You're not gonna get me down.
1: Just be bl- just, just like don't even be, be bliss to the whole thing, Mercedes.
4: I am. I like the way you do it. You're Like <laughs> there may be people that don't like me. I just don't pick up on it, and I'm like, that's the way I'm gonna do it because I always like overanalyze. If if someone says hi to me, like hey, instead of hey, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, they hate me. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> there are coworkers listening right now, going, I hate JC. He's not picking up on what I'm laying down. But they, look how look how happy you are, and that's all that matters is your happiness. <laughs> Just be happy. What else can we do? Hey, this hour, tickets to
1: go see Nickelback. That's coming up at 7:40.
0: All the rumors are true, yeah. It's time for the daily dirt on Mix
1: 94.1. Hey, make sure you check out our 7 a.m. Social Club. We stream live on Facebook and YouTube and live for the entire uh, entire hour during the 7 o'clock hour. Mercedes, you brought this up during the 7 a.m. Social Club that Taylor Swift is teasing something. She put out on Instagram Meet me at midnight. Turns out she wrote here Meet me at midnight for the Lavender Haze music video premiere.
4: And in the little teaser, there's a lot of lavender haze.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very
4: true to the song. So, yeah. I saw that this morning. That was the first thing that I saw when I opened Instagram. So, new video. I'm excited. I love her videos because there's always just, like, hidden Easter eggs and just all these little messages that you have to pick up on. And I love seeing, after the Swifties watch it, them coming out with all their theories on things. It's so great.
1: Hey, on that Kaleidoscope show, the Eats episodes of color, did you pick up on that? thing I might have asked you. Did you pick up on, like... I'm in the yellow episode, so I'm noticing a bunch of yellow was in the episode. Did you pick up on that, or someone told you about that? That's pretty brilliant. Brilliant.
4: Um, did did I pick? What what do you mean?
1: So yeah, you said here on the the show kaleidoscope. Oh
4: yeah, that there's colors for whatever episode. Yeah, so I'm in the yellow
1: episode. So there's a bunch of yellow. There's a bunch of yellow taxi cabs and stuff. Did you pick up on that on your own? Not on the
4: first episode. I didn't pick up on that. The second episode. That's when I noticed it. And uh, but like, I think that my first episode was yellow. I didn't notice the yellow stuff. But then when I watched watch the red one it was just everywhere I was like oh my gosh there's red everywhere so that's when I finally picked up on it
1: so SZA has the number one album it's been number one for six weeks and Miley Cyrus has the number one song with flowers could they be doing a collaboration SZA tweeted major congrats to Miley excited for her album and to work together Miley responded you are killing it congratulations sending love so it sounds that way based on the tweet
4: she basically confirmed it for sure
1: yeah uh, Britney Spears, so police did a welfare check on Britney Spears Tuesday night around 11 o'clock, but they determined that uh, she wasn't in any danger. Now, the reason they conducted the check was kind of interesting. Apparently, Britney deleted her Instagram account, which she's done many times in the last few years, and her fans got worried and started calling the cops. Because so her fans calling the cops, they went to check on her. Now, in recent weeks, Britney has been getting upset. At, she was upset at a restaurant when other patrons started filming her. She supposedly changed her name to River Reds. But it was the fans reaching out that sent the cops to her
4: house. Well, and, you know, if we're doing it based on the Instagram, like you said, she's, she does that all the time. But as long as they determine she's all right, then all is good, I guess.
1: Yeah, it seems that way. Harry Styles might have an old new girlfriend. So Harry was spotted earlier this week walking alongside Ellis Calcut, who was rumored to have been his girlfriend from high school. Now, if you do some research on Ellis, uh, Instagram posts from her account shows that she was engaged last March. But the last Instagram she has with her apparent fiancé was from last June. So maybe they're not engaged anymore. As for Harry Styles, he, he and Olivia Wilde reportedly broke up last November after dating for two years. So he might be back together with his old girlfriend.
4: Um, I was, I've was i never heard of Ellis Calcutt. I was just looking up. I, it, it, it looks like he was a childhood friend.
1: It said, um, they said his girlfriend from high school.
4: Yeah, yeah. That's that. I was going to say. I'm like, this is not someone in, normally in the spotlight. Totally unrecognizable.
1: Yes. Yeah, so uh, we'll see what happens there. Now, there are many Panic! at the Disco fans that are sad that the band is breaking up. So based on their breakup, um, I, I have a quiz for you. It's, mm-hmm. it's You tell me if these bands are still together or if they've broken up. Okay. So we'll start with the first one. Let me bring this down here. It's the Broken Up Band Quiz. Three Doors Down. Together or Broken Up?
4: I feel like they're still together. I feel like I saw them at a NASCAR event or something.
1: Three Doors Down is... Still Together. Yeah. Okay. Uh, R.E.M.
4: Um, I have no reason to believe that they're not together, so I'll say Still Together. R.E.M. Broke Up. Oh, dang. Mm-hmm. Oh, so sad. Uh, the Bengals. Like I'll say Still Together.
1: They broke up, but they got back together. Ah,
4: that counts. That counts. Yeah, it counts. Yeah,
1: got that. Daft Punk.
4: They broke up.
0: They did break
3: I up. We're talking about that. All right.
1: All American rejects. Together or broken up?
4: Um, I'm going to say they're still together.
1: They are still together. Yes. You're good at this one. Uh, White stripes. Together or do they break up? They broke up. Yes, they did. All right, let's go. Muse. Together. Muse is still together. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oasis.
4: They broke up. They broke up.
1: <laughs> Loverboy.
4: Uh, I'll say they're still together.
1: They are still together. Here's a fun fact. Loverboy was the very first concert at the Thomas and Mac. Oh, wow. And last band. The Mighty Mighty Bostones.
4: I'll say they're not together anymore. The Mighty Mighty Bostons. broke up. Oh, not so mighty. <laughs> yeah. Well, wow, that was fun. I, was, I, I can't believe I, I got so many of those. Yeah. Back. You know, your bands.
1: This hour, 740. Nickelback, they're still together. They're going to be here in, in, in concert. We've got your tickets at 740. It's Mix 94.1.
0: Now back to Mercedes in the morning. The
1: first thing I turn on when I wake up. The
0: best. On Mix 94.1.
4: I love the 7 a.m. social where we get to interact with you guys on and off the air. And Nikki just made a comment on there. Just moved back to Las Vegas from two years in Florida. You guys were my first to lock in stations in my car. So thank you, Nikki, and welcome back. Now that you're back and you're a Las Vegas local, you may want to pay attention. Because what do you have here, JC?
1: Nine things that you must do in Las Vegas, according to BuzzFeed. There's a video caught my eye last night, and I started watching this. I'm like, I've been in Vegas for a long time. I'll get these. I only have five out of the nine.
4: Really? Mm Mm-hmm. OK, mm-hmm. are, are these OK? This is from BuzzFeed BuzzFeed. Yep. They probably don't live in Vegas. They probably have visited Vegas. And so I'm curious if these are like a true true locals things or if these are like an outsider's point of view of things you must do in Las Vegas.
1: So we'll go through these and tell me. And it's, it's pretty generic, but um, we'll, we'll go through and see what's done the most. And maybe we can add to it like things you must do. But the first one, see a show. Have you seen a, a, a classic Vegas show?
4: Yeah, I've seen a, a lot of shows. Yes, yeah. I definitely have.
1: Okay, that that one I got too as well. Okay, grab a, gi- a giant drink from Fat Tuesday. You know the long yardsticks of booze. You see people walking around. <laughs> this with? This
4: is definitely a tourist list. This is a, this, you must grab a giant yardstick and drink. the girls dancing around
1: with it in the uh, video. Have you ever walked around though with one of those giant yardstick drinks? Never.
4: No, I All your year
1: years here, family down, you take them to the Strip, you're somewhere, radio station event, never.
4: Not once. You? Never. Yeah, never. Not even the football ones, the smaller <laughs> ones that are shaped like footballs. I've never even gotten one of those. I don't think that that makes you a bad local. I think that makes you a bad tourist, because that's a tourist thing to do. That's not a local's thing to do.
1: They've got straps, too, so you can hold it, the yard thing, so you can strap it on. It hangs on your chest and and sit there and suck on that thing as you walk down las vegas boulevard that's
4: better than one of those construction worker hats with the two things that come down (laughs) (laughs) that i have done (laughs) spent the night gambling oh my gosh this is such a tourist list um i you know what i will say i have i I have have. when i first moved here um we played blackjack for like to i I mean what's the night i'd say maybe two o'clock in the morning we played
1: so you went there with intentions to, to gamble, play some blackjack and you started at whatever time? I don't
4: think we went there with intentions. I think we we were down there for dinner and then we started gambling and then we just kept winning. So we ended up staying longer. And then finally, two o'clock in the morning, I think I lost everything that I won. I'm like, well, time to go. (laughs) That was fun.
1: (laughs) I've never spent the night gambling. So I've gambled and played slot machines and stuff here and there. But I've never set out like, hey, let's go have dinner and let's go gambling afterwards. Let's go down the strip and just gamble a night. I've never spent the night gambling.
4: Well, but you've never like start. You don't have to go with the intention to do that. But you've never just started and you before you knew it so much time had no, passed. no no okay. i'll go
1: in and get out yeah I've, I've done that many times but yeah never spent the night gambling eat at a buffet
4: oh yeah my parents used to love going to the buffets and so uh, we've been to quite a few buffets <laughs> i haven't been in a lot of years but when i first moved here that was the thing
1: did you have a go-to a standard one your parents liked
4: they liked the ones um at like uh i want to say the last one we went to was at red rock the red rock buffet but I've never tried like the really cool big ones. Like was that Bacchanal buffet? I've never tried that. I've heard the Cosmopolitan has a really good buffet. It's been a long time since I've been to a buffet.
1: The Caesars Palace one. That was my last one. I went there. A, a friend's, um, she was graduating from high school and the family had like a big like lunch celebration there. So we went to that buffet and this was like seven years ago. Yeah. Do something off the strip. Now, in the video, they're showing like
4: people... Like, live my life, yeah. <laughs> like, I've live, that. go to the
1: gym. <laughs> they're talking about and attractions off of the Strip. Lake Mead, Red Rock, um, the uh, the color rocks there as you leave town.
4: Seven Magic Mountains. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've done pretty much all of those things. Yeah, times. same.
1: Yeah. Okay. Ride the High Roller Observation.
4: The High Roller, the that's the Ferris wheel? Yeah. Yeah, I've ridden that. Oh, you have? Yeah. How mm-hmm. was that? That's fun. It's fun. It's like a big pod. It's like, it's huge. You walk around in there and... Yeah, it was cool. It takes a while to go through, too. So you're in there for a long time. Someone
1: told me the fastest they can get it around is like in like five minutes or something. Oh, less really? than that. Because God forbid there's a medical emergency up top and they need the top pod to be down here immediately. There's like a fast forward button on that thing. Yeah,
4: it's that like, makes Grrm. sense. I was not on fast forward mode. I you would not. Were, want I was to be like, when are, is it, are we almost done? <laughs> are
1: you keeping track? How many do you have so far?
4: Oh, God, I wasn't keeping track. I know. We got to keep track. We got to keep I'm track. Sorry, keep track.
1: Um, OK, so the next one, get your adrenaline pumping. With an extreme ride. So they have, you know, there's something on top of the stratosphere jumping off. They have Slotzilla downtown. Have you ever done one of the extreme rides that we have in Las Vegas?
4: Would you consider the New York, New York roller coaster an extreme ride? I would. Then yes, I have. That's the only one I've done. Okay. Yeah.
1: I've got that. I've done Slotzilla. Um, I bungee jumped on the strip when they had it next to Circus Circus. So I've got a couple of them. Okay. Dance the night away.
4: (laughs) No. (laughs) <laughs> no. You've never gone out, girl. Like go back, girls' night out, Not the, dance the night away. Like, let's go got to a bar and you know shrugged my shoulders a little bit to the music and then went home. you never
1: said out like let's go dancing, no, ladies. No,
4: no, 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 no. You?
1: No, I've never danced the night away.
4: <laughs> I, this is just like the biggest tourist <laughs> list ever. What we got to put local stuff on this? Like, what are the must do local things if you live in Las Vegas? Because you know, getting Fat Tuesday drinks and riding the slotzilla—that's all good and fun. But that's like that's the stuff that the tourists do that's the last one getting
1: the holding the drink while doing Slazilla. yeah right <laughs> the last one is stay up till sunrise
4: uh yes i have i have stayed up till sunrise yeah same and i wake up before sunrise so <laughs> does that count um yeah but i have gone out and then i was like oh my gosh the sun's coming up Oh, yeah. that's,
1: that was the worst feeling coming it out was. of a club or something but like
4: ah what happened <laughs> What would you say as far as locals go? What's What are nine things you must do in Vegas if you live here?
1: Ooh, okay, nine things that locals must do. You got one? i got to think here for
4: a second. I don't have one. <laughs> 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 I don't. That's why I asked you. <laughs> I deflected back to you, ping pong. I'm so much on the touristy thing right now. <laughs> I mean, all these things are good and well, but um, let's see. We're looking at some of them. The mini Grand Prix, someone just said. Uh, The New York New York roller coaster. Someone said that New York New roller coaster is the most extreme ride in Vegas. It reset my spine and I grew an inch tall. <laughs> <laughs> my brother, he wrote it when he was a little kid. He, he had bruises all up and down his back after he wrote it. it the was New York so New
1: York bad. one. The the, the, the the one at State Line. The Buffalo Bills one. Yeah, uh, Buffalo Bills that the one there. That's the one that I like. That's not in operation anymore. I think they shut that thing down.
4: Yeah, he uh, he was really small, and it was just it really jostled him around. <laughs> I felt kind of bad. D- isn't
1: there a height thing? that he kind of tippy toe to get on it? No, he
4: was he fell within the limits. We didn't do any finagling to get him in there. But yeah, it was uh, it was rough on him. He didn't ride that ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up
1: next uh, in about thirty seconds, those tickets for you to go see Nickelback. And up next is the Hot Three. What do you got for us? All
4: right, parents spend more money when shopping with this person than when they shop alone we'll tell you who it is also when it comes to vacations what are you looking to do like uh, how are you finding your vacations how are you booking your vacations we're going to talk about this new survey and five nutrition myths that your doctors are sick of hearing because they are just that myths. We'll tell you what they are coming up next in the hot three. All right, let's do this. Nickelback coming to town. Their Get Rolling World Tour is making a stop at the T-Mobile Arena on July fifteenth, and if you want to go, your tickets right now. Caller 20, you're going to go see them. These are win them before you can buy them tickets. They don't even sell until Friday. So, right now, caller 20, you are going. Our phone number is 702 364 9400. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing
0: new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month
5: with eligible trade in when you switch.
2: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crownland Port, Chicago, Illinois.
0: Here we go. it's time for the Mercedes Hot Three on Mix 94.1.
4: We need a plumber. <laughs> Stop. Uh, some some major shenanigans happening in our uh, ladies' bathroom, and now we're down to one toilet. Oh, there's just one happy lady. Yeah, because the the middle stall has not worked in months, and I don't think there really? was any like there's any uh, sort of effort to get that fixed. It's just there's like a permanent "do not enter" sign in there, and uh-huh. it's like you're just not supposed to go in there. And so there's the there's two other stalls, and the one works. And then Steph just went into the big stall. And um someone I apparently clogged the toilet. Yeah. I haven't been in there today, so I haven't seen anything. What and you tried to fix it and that didn't work? It didn't work because I thought someone just didn't
3: flush properly. And so I went to I used my foot to flush and while flushing the water did not go down, it went up and I went, oh Ew. I used that uh caution sign that's permanently in the middle stall. Moved it to the larger stall, so no one goes in there. And yes, we're down to one toilet now.
1: Oh, man. I put a name on the screen. Is this who would have clogged the toilet?
4: That person uses that toilet a lot.
1: Mm.
3: I don't Are they know. here?
4: But here's the thing. I have noticed lately that someone has been doing their business, as they should in the bathroom, but usually people don't do that business. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that that's been happening a lot lately and i'm like okay you know you gotta go you gotta go but it's been happening a lot more lately than what we're used to seeing so i was wondering i'm like i wonder who that is what's going on everything okay you you good you know what i mean mm-hmm. I, yeah and i try not to do that business here in case I don't
3: situations like this
4: arise yeah so oh man <laughs> to be continued in the saga hopefully, oh hopefully we get maybe this will prompt uh them to get the middle one fixed too so we can actually have three working toilets here very true yeah
1: well, there's the men's are golden by the way if you need to use one i can stand guard but if you feel the need to get in there i know we have one working one oh, now do so. all
4: three of yours work in your bathroom yeah
1: yeah we have wow. the ur- we have the urinal and Lucky. then we have a smaller stall and then we have the handicap stall which everyone everyone goes right to the handicap stall because the smaller one the first one the door crack you can see the person sitting there i've had awkward eye contact with people it's just not it's not fun
4: yeah steph has seen me in that one before <laughs> That that that's awkward. And so now that's the only one that works in ours. Yeah. So now we have to use that. Now we, everyone require. can see you.
3: Oh,
1: everyone—that's no. the one you can see in. Oh yes. no! It, did, why the gap's so big on those doors? I don't know.
4: I do not I do not know. It it needs to be fixed. Yeah. Anyway, Steph's writing an email, so hopefully something <laughs> will get done. All right. So remember when you were young and your parent would bribe you on shopping trips with like a candy bar or something if you were good? Well, today's kids might be scoring a lot more than that. According to a new study, the average parent spends thirty five uh, 35% more when shopping with kids as opposed to shopping alone. And they say the average shopping trip costs $179 with kids or $133 alone, $46 less. Some of that could be bribes like candies, snacks, toys, but it's also that parents just buy additional stuff when they're with them and spend less time comparing prices or talking themselves out of purchases the $46 difference is not a total loss, so parents say there are things that kids can learn on shopping trips like the value of a dollar and the difference between what's necessary and what's nice to have, but uh, yeah, I, I and I notice I do that too when I'm with the kids, like they'll say oh, can we get this? And I'll be like okay, you know, whereas if I went in, I would just go in and out and I always spend more when I'm with them
1: Are you all business when you go in? Because when I go grocery shopping, I'm all business. I know what we need, the standard stuff, and maybe we're making something, I know the ingredients that we need. If I go with Laura, she's like that little kid. Like, ooh, we haven't had olives in a while. Let's get some olives. Yeah. Like, what? What? What do we do we need olives. All of a sudden, there's like five or six different things added to the cart because they're just catching her eye when she walks down the aisles.
4: That's why my husband won't go grocery shopping with me because then I'm I get these... Just grand ideas of all the wonderful things I'm gonna cook, and I'm like, oh, I need to get this block of mozzarella cheese. I'm gonna make something. Oh, I gotta get this. Oh, gotta get this bag of potatoes. I'll make, ma- I'll bake homemade mashed potatoes. And then they start rooting and growing <laughs> under the sink, and yeah. I'm like, oh, well, I was gonna, but never mind. Good intentions, <laughs> yeah. but they stay home.
1: Let Matt take care of the business.
4: A uh, new survey reveals that 64 percent of people get the January blues because of the cold weather and snow. And when that happens, a lot of people start thinking about vacation. 50% of employees say they spend time at work Looking at vacation destinations on their computer, 10% of employees have actually gotten busted at work looking at vacation destinations. And 70% of people say they they daydream about their vacation <laughs> destinations when they're at work. I think I've probably been guilty of all of those at some point.
1: You said you, started, you and the family started talking about some stuff over dinner the other night?
4: Yeah, last night I was trying to look at hotels in a couple different cities and I just wasn't finding anything that was jumping out and so uh, finally it was so late like it was 9:30 and i'm like i'm just i'm done i can't do this like i love planning vacations but i hate it at the same time because there's just so much pressure and i get i get really annoyed with my family because they're all like oh, so what are we doing and i'm like Ugh i got to plan this whole thing, and you guys just go along for the ride. It's so wonderful, isn't it? <laughs>
1: plan what you want. Plan vacation vacation that you want. And then then like, they
4: would not be going. <laughs> We're going
1: to Machu Picchu. What? No, I don't want to go. I'm
4: going by myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Finally, this morning, here's some health advice you should not follow, okay? The uh, New York Times talked to leading health experts, and they asked them, to name the top nutrition myths that they are so sick of hearing you know when you go into your doctor and you're like well i read that blah, 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 and they're like oh i i saw doctors hate google whenever i bring up something i saw on google they always are like that's not true mm. or, or whatever so these are the top nutrition myths that doctors say they are sick of hearing um myth number one fresh fruit is better than frozen fruit. Now, sometimes the canned stuff does have added sugar, but in general, canned, frozen, dried fruit all have the same nutrients as fresh fruit, plus it's cheaper. Myth two, plant-based milk, way healthier than cow's milk. Now, it does have fewer calories. It does have less fat, but cow's milk has more than twice the protein. So, And some of the plant-based ones have added salt and sugar, so you got to be careful on those. Um, Myth number three, I thought this one was very interesting. Never give a toddler... Peanuts. We used to think that eating them too early in life would give your kids allergies. But now experts think it's the exact opposite, that if you give them stuff with peanuts, it actually might help them avoid allergies. Myth number four, it's really hard for vegetarians to get enough protein. If you eat vegetables... It's a lot easier than people think. Nuts, grains, beans have tons of protein. And then the fifth myth that doctors say they are sick of hearing, um, that basic nutritional advice changes constantly. The basic advice has not changed much since the 1950s. Basically, don't eat too much. And try to eat more plants than meat. That's pretty much it. Pretty simple, huh? Yeah, exactly. Is that the last
1: one there? Yep, that's it. Okay, let's talk about the 8 o'clock hour, 825. Tickets for you to go see Bruno Mars. This is next week, Wednesday night. You're going to go see Bruno Mars, Dolby Live at Park MGM. That's right around 825. And right before that, our Thursday tradition, judge your friends.
4: Yes, you guys get to judge whether or not you think we are guilty of random acts it gets a it does get pretty judgy in here and it's nice to hear what other people think of you so that is coming up in just a few minutes uh. Sam Smith just announced he and Kim Petras going to be performing at the Grammys in February. We've got more of the performers that were just announced coming up for you next hour in what's trending. We, is she still on hold? She's still on hold. She doesn't want to go on the air though. She, we were just talking to someone off the air about a situation. The um, stuff you can tell her she can hang up or she can stay on hold if she changes her mind. But um, so she had, uh, what should we call her? Pick a name for her. Uh, Nancy. Nancy, Nancy, Nancy. Thank you, Nancy. Nancy. Um, your name is Nancy now. So Nancy uh, was calling us. We were talking to her off the air and she was telling us about a situation. She wanted to know what we thought. And I, we we haven't had a, a chance to discuss it yet. We just got the the logistics of what's going on. So she, Nancy was telling us that she has a friend. Um, let's call her um Brenda so uh, Nancy's friend Brenda they have talked about all uh, several times on several occasions how Brenda hates surprise parties Brenda absolutely hates surprise parties and she Brenda told her Nancy years ago if you ever hear of someone throwing me a surprise party you better tell me I hate surprise parties you better tell me I don't want to walk in blind well guess what Brenda's birthday's coming up and Nancy found out that Someone is throwing a surprise party for Brenda, and she wants to know if she should tell Brenda. Now, she's like, I don't want to ruin the surprise. It's Brenda's husband that is putting on the surprise party, and if I tell her, she it, it's all ruined. And Brenda's husband, if he ever got word that I told him uh, her about it, they're going to hate me. But at the same time, years ago, Brenda said, if you ever find out I'm having, someone's having a surprise party, you better tell me so I don't walk in blind. So she doesn't know what she should do now. What do you do in a situation like that? Do you do you tell her anyway because you made a promise or do you just play dumb and like, oh, I didn't want to ruin the surprise. I'm so sorry. But then is she going to be mad at you because you didn't say anything? 702-364-9400. What do you think?
1: You cannot tell. Nancy, you cannot tell. Boo hoo, Brenda. Someone's throwing a surprise party. You don't like surprises. No, 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 no. You have to let her go through with it. If Brenda will be surprised, she'll probably turn to you like, you knew. i like, oh, what am I supposed to do? Tell you. You cannot. Even, and she said it was years ago. So maybe, maybe Brenda's mindset has changed over the years. And the surprise party, too, yes, yeah, they're doing it for Brenda, but at the same time, it's the people pulling it off. And it's a sense of accomplishment if you pull off a surprise party. No, 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 100% firm no. Cannot tell them.
4: Okay, so I'm going to take the opposite side of the argument, although I do think you brought up some valid points. I'm going to take the opposite mm-hmm. side um, for argument's sake here. Um, Brenda has a, a fear of being surprised. It's a genuine fear. It's an anxiety that she gets. Someone who, As someone who is, deals with anxiety on a daily basis, it, it would be nice to kind of have a heads up. And I can fake it. I, You know, like, I get what you're saying. Oh, boo-hoo, someone's throwing you a party. But if you really deal with social anxiety, this could be a big thing. Like, this could be a really terrifying situation. So maybe you drop a hint. Like, hey, the weekend of the 24th. If I were you, I would be on high alert. Wink, <laughs> wink. Something like that, where you're not completely telling it, but you're giving them an idea. And she be like, oh, is there going to be a surprise party? What? And I don't know. Wink, wink. And then she kind of has a heads up, but you haven't ruined the entire thing.
1: Valid points. Great points. Now, if Brenda does suffer from social anxiety, would this create more anxiety? Not giving her the details, but the wink, wink. But also, she said the husband. Her husband's throwing this thing. And he would,
3: knows though, about so her anxiety.
1: I think just... he knows the level of anxiety she can handle. He's he's her partner in life. He should know the level of anxiety that Brenda can handle. Just imagine, like, the disappointment. What if Brenda's not a good, like, you can tell if your spouse is truly surprised or not. You can tell. And, and what if he sees that Brenda's freaking like, oh, Who told you?
4: Some of us are really good actresses. You're
1: a great actress. You're fantastic. I I could
4: pull it off. I know I could. I know I could. And
1: you don't like surprises, and I know that. And we still did Mercella last year, full of surprises.
4: and It was full of surprises. And as someone with social anxiety, I was surprised. It did not affect me. I was pleasantly surprised. So Maybe there's there's hope for you, Brenda. Um, Let's talk to Taylor. Hey, Taylor, thanks for calling. What do you think? I think maybe Nancy could kind of play both sides of it and then just let the surprise
3: party happen. And then just act like she didn't know there was a surprise party or, Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I
4: was just told to come over for dinner, you know? Oh yeah. Like you just kind of play both sides. I like that. That way you're not ruining anything. Totally. Mm -hmm. Um, we're getting a ton of people talking about the husband here. Tell the husband it's her husband. So he should know this about his wife. It's on him. Um, I think it's if Brenda has such a problem with it, and she was angry that her husband, then her husband should already know this. So this is all. Everyone's mad at the husband. Like, why are you throwing a surprise party for Brenda when you know that she has issues with this?
1: Well, we don't know she has issues with it. Did or did she say she had issues? We well, don't know.
4: Is she still on hold? No, she's not on hold We're just anymore. assuming
1: that she. What if she has issues? What if she doesn't like surprises? Like she doesn't have social anxiety issues. She doesn't. She doesn't want to be surprised. We don't know that she has issues. Well, if she has issues, you can't
4: assume that she doesn't. It, 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 she obviously has an issue with the surprise party. It may not be social anxiety, but she has an issue with it. You know, oh, does yeah. it matter on the, it, whether it's social anxiety or she just doesn't like them to you in your mind? Um,
1: I, yeah, I, I do. Cause I think if she has a, if she has a true fear, like a social anxiety is going to cause a panic attack or something. That's a whole different ball game. If she just doesn't like parties, like, Oh, great. All my friends are here. Like, I, like, I think it's, I think it's different. I think, I, I, I,
4: I think she likes parties. I don't think she likes surprise parties. You know when people Mm. shout at you, surprise! You know, hey, it's it's
1: ten seconds. Then you know what, Brenda? It's ten seconds of surprise, and then everyone's going to be paying attention to other things. It's ten seconds of surprise, and then okay, let me let me get a drink and some cake.
4: This is a good idea. This just came in. It says, "Talk to the husband." I'm 51. I still can't watch horror movies. Say it's a small get together and make it bigger. Like, hey, heads up. Your husband's going to have a small get-together for you for your birthday. Just want to give you a heads up. Then she gets there. She's prepared. She's like, okay, small get-together. Gets there. Whoa, it's a big party. Oh, my gosh. So there is a little element of surprise, but she was mentally prepared for dealing with people.
1: Brenda tells her friend, Nancy, years ago, I hate surprises. Can't deal with them. Uh, Her husband's her boyfriend at the time. Husband says, this weekend, I'm going to propose to Brenda. I'm going to surprise her with a ring at dinner. If you're Nancy, do you tell Brenda that your boyfriend's going to propose to you this weekend so she doesn't have to deal with a surprise at the restaurant?
4: Well, she said she ate surprise parties. I'm, no, I'm just changing just, the scenario. I'm yeah. switching it up a little bit. No, you don't say anything because it's an engagement. <laughs> you don't ruin that. But if you made a promise that you would at, tell her if there was ever a surprise party, I feel like, yeah, you got to do something. Keep you gotta us drop posted, some Nancy. Sort of hint.
1: Keep us posted.
4: Or maybe you do it like, a, like you accidentally gave it away, like... Oh yeah, for your party on I mean, what? <laughs> oh, you know, people always ruin that. <laughs>
1: oh yeah, the surprise ruiners. All right, H25 a- 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 tickets for you to go see Bruno Mars. That's coming up. And right before that, we've got Judge Your
4: Friends. We are going to give you scenarios and you're going to be the judge along with us. We're going to judge whether or not people on this show have done these certain things. Some of them are like pretty simple, but you put a lot of thought into them. Others are completely outrageous. We're going to play Judge Your Friends, up. Up next.
1: Damn Check this out. You're going to go see Bruno Mars next Wednesday. We have your tickets coming up here in about five minutes.
4: It is time. Order in the court. Order in the court. I got my gavel, and we are judging our friends. This is a real game. We've kind of changed the rules. Basically, we're going to give you a scenario and we have to determine whether or not the person that the scenario is uh, referring to, if they are guilty or guilt, uh, not guilty of doing said thing. We have cards, and there's two scenarios on each card, so we just kind of pick one. Um, to start off today, JC, you'll be going first. Oops, I almost dropped all cards. Okay. Okay. Um, We're going to give you a scenario, and Steph and I, along with our amazing listeners, will decide whether or not you have done said thing. Okay.
1: Streaming live, too. You can comment on the live stream as well.
4: Hmm. Oh, I want to know the second one. Oh, boy. Um, I love it. Okay. All right. Order in the court. Defendant. The defendant is J.C. Fernandez. Has he... Is he guilty... Or not guilty. The defendant has hooked up with a coworker. Now I want to say right now that Laura does not count. Ah. (laughs) Oh, that's right, because she was your intern. She
1: was my intern. Okay, so Laura's
4: out there. We're taking Laura because we already know the answer to that one. Yeah. So has JC hooked up with a coworker other than his wife? Steph. You get to go first. Oh, boy. I remember
3: there was a time he mentioned that there was someone that was on this station that briefly, I think that they dated way before my time. Don't even know the girl. Because with that said, I want to say guilty. I don't know their name. I don't remember what. Yeah, anything other than that moment. So I am going to say guilty. You have hooked up with the coworker before.
5: Oh,
4: JC.
3: <laughs> I'm nervous because Mercedes has known him
4: for so long. I know. But and I'm trying to think like if he's told the stories of before he worked at the yeah. radio station at, you know, oh, the yes. the inn and stuff like that. But in a car plays. Yes. Okay. But I do think I don't think he dated her, but I do think they hooked up. Um, because there was one time we were at some remote or something and someone was talking crap about this person uh-huh. and they were back at the station and I think she heard it and she got upset with you because you agreed with something that somebody said. I I can't oh, remember yes. the ins and outs yes. of that, but I think, and I, I don't know that I have direct confirmation on this. But I always suspected there was a little something something going on with Ooh, you too. And mm-hmm. Mercedes instinct is good. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I think you are also guilty. Ah. Guilty. Now, will the defendant please rise? JC, have you ever hooked up with a coworker other than your wife? <sighs> are you guilty or not guilty?
1: I know the person you're talking about too, Mercedes, and I had a crush on her. And we ended up hanging out that summer and had a really strong connection that summer. Um, but we never hooked up.
4: Oh. So, therefore. Wait, that doesn't mean you're necessarily.
1: That's true. And as we're talking about, this, I- I'm going through like all these years. Oh, yeah. And I am. I can say with 100% confidence. 99.9. 99.98%
4: <laughs> <99.
1: laughs> confidence that I have never Hooked up with a co-worker.
4: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Other than your wife. Other, than, other than my wife, yeah. <laughs> not guilty. Not I guilty. I am shocked. Me I really too. thought you two did hook up at some point.
1: No, no, we did not. No. Uh-uh. All mm. right. Oh,
4: uh-uh. Uh-uh. Okay. Oh, see, uh,
1: her name was Nikki. She's working at the radio station. She was awesome. We came, we came very close that summer. Just never hooked up, though.
4: Um... There was some sexual tension. I will say that. Being around you too, I was like, "Ooh, <laughs> Ooh back off here."
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's more I want to add to the story, but I won't out of out of uh, privacy of people involved.
4: Okay, all oh, right. Good.
1: But we never hooked up.
4: Okay, okay. Steph, you ready? I'm ready. All right,
3: let's shuffle the cards. Uh... I do want to know more later, though, JC. Mm. Okay. I'm
1: gonna put it on the screen just so you can see it real fast.
4: Okay. Oh, Mercedes. Um, um what's that? we got the card. Let's see what it says. All <laughs> right. Uh, oh yes okay um uh, mm-hmm. huh. well i don't think the first one really applies well maybe it does apply to you but i'm gonna go with the second one on this one okay uh will the defendant please rise yes. stephanie Sidella, are you guilty or not guilty of the following situation are you have you ever skipped out on a bill The defendant has skipped out on a bill. Have you ever guilty or not guilty? I'll go first. I think that, like, Steph, you had your... San Diego State days and you guys were probably not not having a ton of money. You're broke college kids and maybe one night you guys went to the Waffle House or something after, you know, some party and you're like ordering food and then it's time to pay and maybe you're like, Do you guys have money? I don't have money. You have money? Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Or Maybe you didn't do it deliberately. Maybe you're like, oh, Sheila's going to pay. Oh, no. Okay, Steph's going to pay. And then you guys got your wires crossed. And so you left. And then you ended up not paying. So I'm going to say I think you are guilty of skipping out on a bill. Guilty. Mm. JC?
1: As you're describing that, I'm envisioning the same thing. Party stuff, college stuff, You know, no money. You're not working. You're going to school. We've all been there. You guys go out to dinner, and your friend's like, let's dine and dash. like, what? All of a sudden, your friends take off, and you take off with them. But you're so kind and sweet that you would have circled back to pay the bill. So I think you were involved with the dine and dash scenario, but went back to pay the bill. So technically, I'm going to say Steph has never skipped out on a bill.
4: Not guilty. Not guilty. Not guilty. guilty. All right. All right. Steph, please rise. You have been accused of skipping out on a bill. Are you guilty, or are you not guilty? You guys are bringing up really good points. Being
3: back in college when I was broke, paycheck to paycheck. And from my recollection, I am not guilty. Not guilty! I am pretty good about paying my bills on time. I'm grateful for my husband who does auto pay and knows when all (laughs) our bills are. But even before him, I'm trying to think when I was... Down and no, no. I don't think I've ever skipped out on a bill ever. There's
1: some uncertainty in your voice there. I don't think
4: you're like I'm almost positive. Almost, but
1: could so could there have been a night where you were so intoxicated? That you left somewhere without paying.
3: This is why I say I think <laughs> because i You're
1: like me with a coworker. I think. <laughs>
3: I think. I think. I'm. But I'm like 99.98 percent sure. Percent sure. Okay. okay. And I have got two 99.8 yeah. percent this morning. Oh. So there's still
4: there's still a chance. Oh man. Okay. I just drew my card. Let's read it here. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see. They're both pretty good. I'll do this one. Okay, so will I rise? Yes, I rise. Um, the defendant has been accused of posting a picture on social media with the hashtag blessed. Has the defendant ever posted a picture on uh, social media with the hashtag blessed? JC, you go first. <laughs>
1: We've been on social media for a long time. We were one of the innovators of Twitter. You were one of the first <laughs> <I did not laughs>
3: <animate Twitter. laughs> Elon Musk over You were one of
5: the first ones To be
1: on Twitter I remember that uh, Instagram as well You're like on the forefront Of social media The b reels, Everything you, you you may not stick with Some of them But you, you try them all out Because that, that's who you are It's cool Um, You can grab that the, the, your, your gavel right there And bang it right now Guilty Guilty Guilty, guilty, guilty I've guilty, used guilty. hashtag blessed Hashtag blessed 100% 100% Maybe uh, years not, not
4: ago Not 99.98 100% <laughs> Okay all right.
1: maybe Maybe it's been a while, but we go through. We scroll through. Let's go back a few years, and we're going to find a hashtag blessed for sure.
4: All right. Steph, what do you think? Has the defendant ever posted a picture on social media with the hashtag blessed?
3: You are one thousand percent guilty, <laughs> Mercedes. You've definitely you've used hashtag bless with the hand praying emoji <laughs> next to it, and it's not because I say like you uh, you're that type of person who use hashtags. It's because you're a grateful person. Yes. I just see you doing that and uh, saying hashtag bless, and
4: then maybe like a cute picture with your family. I
3: see hashtag that. Blessed. Okay. Yes.
4: All right, the defendant, will you please rise? You have been accused. Of posting a picture on social media with the hashtag blessed, are you guilty or not guilty? <sighs> I am one hundred percent offended that you guys think I would use the hashtag blessed. I am not guilty. I never what? use that hashtag. No, no. never. Oh no a no. Go through my social media. I am. We
3: need an appeal, Your I, Honor. I, I I
4: know better than that. I'm going I through right that now. I know that's like a running joke. Oh, hashtag blessed. I, I would never go through my entire social media. You will. It, okay. There's no way.
1: I'm scrolling through. I'm back here in 2021. Not
3: even an instagram story nope
1: let's go back let's would find something everyone go to mercedes instagram account <laughs> at miss mertz and scroll back i need help going through all those photos beautiful nope. your mom. i
4: never would use that hashtag because it's a running joke when people do hashtag blessed. yes
1: but when it first started out though it wasn't a joke it was like a sincere <laughs> you know, thing
4: i'm not a super religious person i probably wouldn't have uh, been like oh blessed you know i just uh, that's not my that's not my my thing so, no, I am not guilty. We're going to find it, JC. Yeah, I'm, sc- I'm still scrolling. We're going to find You're it. You're going to it Oh, a wait. Oh, one second. I'm going to hack
3: your account and say hashtag blessed. Well, now you have to. Now you have to post about it and no say way. hashtag blessed. No I am not. No,
4: I refuse. I refuse.
1: Yeah, I'm going back back at 2019, by the way. If you, everyone that's going to be helping us sleuth this, go back to it because she stopped doing hashtags. Everyone stopped hashtags. Go back to like 2019 is when we had some hashtags going. Maybe you can find it in there.
4: I would, I would never use hashtag blessed. Oh I'm just gosh. telling you. I don't want you guys to waste your time. I really I I really don't. I don't. I will not use that. But you did
1: use hashtag off the strip.
4: (laughs) I did. Or like Las Vegas local.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is going to be so much fun tonight. I'm going to get all of your photos.
3: Oh, my. What about, okay, Instagram reel? No. TikTok.
4: No. Twitter! I'm not going for the blessed crowd. I'm not trying to get the (laughs) the people that are following that hashtag to follow me. Hashtag tours.
1: Hashtag fall. Yeah. Hashtag fashion.
4: I use hashtags, I will admit. But not hashtag blessed. Sorry. Sounds like you have to use
3: um, New Year's resolution. Hashtag blessed. (laughs) 2023. (laughs) At some point this year. You might be right. I'll
4: try to use it. I'll try to use it. Okay. But it's going to be sarcastic. It's not going to be for real.
3: When you post it, you got to do hashtag blessed. Hacks, hashtag if you know, you know. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and that one I've used before, I will say. Okay,
4: but... alrighty. Oh,
1: I'm still scrolling through, by the way. I'm going to find one.
4: You're not going to find I'm one. I'm still in 2019. Don't waste your time, my friend. Those are beautiful photos of you, by the way. Really
1: gorgeous photos.
4: Jeez, thank you. Oh, hashtag blessed. I suppose... Hashtag stalker.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna, and also, too, when I'm, when I'm at like five years back, I'm going to start liking some photos like way back oh in the day. Like, what are they doing? When this people creeper?
4: do that, that's so weird. You're like, why were you go- back in 2015? What's going on? <laughs> okay,
1: a- August of 2019. You spoke to the the two members of Def Leppard, and you didn't hashtag it blessed. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> that was a blessed moment, Mercedes. <laughs>
4: I did not hashtag it bless. I'm so sorry. Oh
1: gosh. Oh wait, beautiful you you and your daughter.
4: No, nothing, darling. Not I, on Matt's birthday, hashtag bless. Yes. Nope, nope. Oh gosh. Maybe, Maybe not, not even ha- when Matt sneezes and I say, hashtag bless you. I just know and there's no hashtag bless. Please.
1: We need the Mercedes in the morning army to scroll through and find something.
4: Oh man. I love, I love you guys. That's hilarious. I love you too. Well uh, now you gotta be hashtag blessed because we love you. <laughs> All right. Well, I feel hashtag blessed because on that. All I right. will definitely say that.
1: Sign for hashtag heads up. We want caller 20 right now. It's 702-364. Now I was legit like not paying attention the past three minutes just scrolling through Instagram. Uh, <laughs> what are
4: we or, doing right now? I know. What
1: is this? Caller 20, 702-364- 9400. That's you. You're playing heads up for a great prize.
4: We have two tickets to see Bruno Mars. He is coming to town. Part of his residency at Dolby Live at Park MGM. And you can see him right now. Caller 20. You pick your category. You pick your partner, and if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you will be checking out Bruno Mars. Who wants to play? Caller 20 is in. 702-364-9400. It's
0: time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1.
3: Hey,
4: Alina, you're Caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? Woo! I sure am. Oh. Thank you. All right, let's do it. We have Bruno Mars tickets up for grabs. Pick a category. We've got two left. Do you want to go with public library or daisies? Um, I'll go with daisies. Daisies it is. Okay. Daisy day was uh, last Saturday. So these are all things that you would find in nature. Okay. Okay. Things you would find in nature. Who do you want to pick as your partner? I will go with JC. All right. All right. Here
1: we go. 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You're gonna go see Bruno Mars, and we start now. Here, right outside of town, Charleston is one of these. It's really big. You climb it. There's... Mountain. Yes. Uh, don't go chasing these. Um, they're in Hawaii. Waterfall? Yes. Um, you go to California. You're gonna go to what? The ocean in that area. The beach. Yes. We live in what? Las Vegas is in what? city? Uh, no, the, the dirt and everything. We're in the... Oh,
4: desert. Yes.
1: Um, this is a street. You look up in the sky as well. Multiple colors. After a rain shower, this appears.
4: Uh, Rainbow. What did I say? Rainbow. Oh. After a rain shower. Ah, uh, Okay,
1: fine, 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 fine. You go to the beach and you play in this stuff. Not the water, but the what? Sand. Yes. Um, this water flowing in the Mississippi...
4: River. Yes! 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 <laughs> Nice job you guys had a little bit of But you got it, no problem. Nice job. You're going to see Bruno Mars, Alina. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited.
1: Alina, you're going to have a blast. Now, this show is next Wednesday night, so congratulations. And if you want to go see Bruno Mars, we have your tickets again tomorrow morning. This is your last chance to get these tickets tomorrow morning at 825. And don't forget, next hour, Weekends with Adele, your chance to win a staycation for two and tickets to see Adele live at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. That happens at nine twenty
5: It's Snap.
4: That's Rosalind Snap. It's Mix 94.1. I live with a sleep talker. It has just been getting worse and worse. Does your wife talk in her sleep, or does she make any weird, sudden movements or anything?
1: She's when she she's out, she's out until the until the sun comes up. She's a solid sleeper. And when she does fall asleep, she's a solid sleeper.
4: But no talking, no nothing like that. No, no noises. Every once in a while, a cute little snort,
1: a little some little cute comes out from her. But for the most part, unless I'm sleeping right through it, I've never picked up on her saying anything or doing anything weird in her sleep.
4: I and. Matt never did this before. Like, he, it's just like a recent thing that he's talking a lot in his sleep and he's making these weird sounds. Like, I think I've said it before. He goes, I, I don't know what that's all about. Like, an old
1: time he's snoring. Yeah, it's, it's,
4: he doesn't snore. He goes Pfft. with his lips. And it's just so bizarre. And so, the other morning, it was the morning that I brought Sophie in um, to come to work. Uh, I was getting ready. I was putting on my makeup and I hear him go, oh my gosh Ah, ah, ah. and I thought oh no Sophie walked in our bedroom and scared him oh my gosh so I was like I'm not going to make it worse I'm just going to stay here and they went back to bed so then I go downstairs Sophie and I are getting ready to leave I go did you walk into our room she's like no like you didn't scare your dad she goes no I didn't even go near your door why I was like he was freaking out like he saw something and she's like, it wasn't me. So later that morning when he woke up, I was like, hey, did why were you screaming Um, this morning? He goes, oh, that. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, what happened? He goes, I was dreaming that I was levitating off of the bed. And I freaked out. That's kind of a and cool <laughs> dream. <laughs> we're just moving around, yeah. And he's like, oh, my God. Ah, and he was freaking out. But he has just been doing stuff like that where he's talking a lot he's making jerky movements he's he's doing that and i'm like is something wrong are you stressed out he's like no i'm just sleeping so deep that i'm doing these things i'm not even realizing it." it do you live with a sleep talker or a sleep walker or a sleep screamer and like what's the weirdest thing you've ever heard or seen them do while they were asleep because this is just uh, getting to be comical. It really is.
1: My brother suffers from night terrors, and I'm not sure if he still has them or not, but he would have them a couple times. You know, I lived back, back home. And I remember I came home, I was working at the inn. I came home one night, and I just hear him, help, kind of the same thing, but it's a help, help, help me. Now, with night terrors, he's getting up and moving. And I'm like, I open up the door, I'm like, John, John. And he's trying to now climb up a bookshelf that he has in his bedroom. And he's grabbing at the bookshelf. The bookshelf comes tumbling down. And I wake him up like, John, you're, just, you're having a night terror. Everything's fine. He's like, oh,
2: okay.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and I put him back Why in does, does he talk like that?
2: Because <laughs> he just came
4: down
1: with his night terror. So I calmed him down and I put him like back in his bed, but... It's freaky when that happens. Matt's screaming like that, walking into my brother with a night terror and he's trying to climb up the, the bookcase like someone's chasing him. And the, and the next morning, because he went back to bed, I think my parents woke up. I'm like, John's having a night terror. He's fine. And the next morning he woke up and you know the, the shelves were taken down. He's like, what happened? I'm like, dude, you don't remember me coming to your bedroom last night? He's like, not at all. I'm like, you're having a night terror last night.
4: It was freaky. It's weird how you don't remember that yeah. stuff. Uh, Mary just texted us. Uh, it says, OMG, my son, he does the sleep thing like he's on the beach. He'll sit up for a good 30 to 45 5 seconds, turn around and then goes right back to his bed. It's really really weird. Yeah, I'm afraid because I've heard that if someone's like deep in a dream and stuff, you're not supposed to wake them up. Or like if they're sleepwalking, it could be really damaging. So I'm afraid to do anything and wake him up. So I just leave him be, let him do his own thing. But yeah, I've heard that that could be that could really mess them up.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I heard the same thing, too. I was 18 at the time. I think, John, get up. What are you doing? Wake up, man. Yeah. <laughs> get
0: up.
4: <laughs> Let's uh, talk to someone who actually lives this. Margaret, what's going on? I have dressed that I Jimmy Fly
3: Snooker, my brother, in my dream, and I ended up doing it to my husband.
4: Wait, you you did a wrestling move on your husband, thinking you were doing it in your dream? To my brother, and I woke up, he woke me up because I was going down with my elbow in my dream, going, Johnny, 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 and I was. You're slamming him into the chest with my elbow. Oh no. That's when I wake him up. I don't care.
5: <laughs>
4: um, you need to wake up. You're destroying me.
1: Jimmy Superfly Snucka, rest in peace. That was his finisher. He climb up to the top rope and stand there and just launch off the top rope and land down on his opponent. Oh. And that's wow. what Margaret did to her husband in bed. Sure.
4: I was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, Margaret. Yeah, that's crazy. The things that you'll do, it's like you lose all control. Um, this one says, my husband will eat in his sleep. Oh, man. I, I took Ambien once, and I wanted to go eat my entire fridge. <laughs> Like, it was so weird. My husband had to contain me. <clears throat> I never took it a- again, because then I was hallucinating and seeing things. I did not react well to Ambien. Have you ever taken Ambien? I did, yeah. Oh, man. Deep, the, deep sleep. And, the yeah. Ambien dreams, uh-huh. the things you see and hear and... Oh my gosh! Oh, never again. It's not fun. Never again. <laughs> the just... Worst thing I've ever taken in my life.
1: But Matt's dream, though, that's kind of a cool dream. Like you're levitating. Like, what have you like kind of come to and control that dream? And the next thing you know, he's flying around
4: off like, the uh, off the bed, like yeah. Peter Pan. That's why I was like. Well, why did you freak out? Why? Why wouldn't it be cool? He's like, I dreamt I was like g- coming off of the bed. It was freaking me out. I was like, oh okay. What no.
1: really happened? Like he's possessed.
4: It, oh gosh. Yeah, some straight out of some horror movie. And I'm blaming my poor kid. I'm like, why did you go in? She's like, I didn't!
1: Hey, next hour, this is huge. Weekends with Adele. Your chance to win a staycation for two. This is two nights and tickets to see Adele live at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. 9.20 for that, for your chance to win that. And up next is the Hot Three. What do you have for us?
4: Garth Brooks wrote a letter to Congress. What is he asking them for? I think a lot of people would actually support this. We'll talk about that coming up. Also, our are you unhappy at work? More and more Americans are. We're going to talk about why. And an, ex, an unknown possible explosive device turned out to be this. Wait until you hear it was, what it was. It's coming up next in the Hot 3.
0: Here we go. 3, 2, It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1.
4: It might seem like everybody hates Ticketmaster, but one of the biggest country stars in the world does not, Garth Brooks. And he would like to call your attention to the real enemy. It is not Ticketmaster. It is ticket scalpers. He wrote a letter to Congress asking to have them banned. And he started it off by praising Ticketmaster. He says he's worked with them for many years. And what he witnessed was a true concern and care for ticket buyers. He said he's grown to love and trust the people at Ticketmaster. And then he presented his case. He said... My question is, as a country, why don't we make scalping illegal? The crush of bots during and on sale is a huge reason for program failure, no matter who the ticket selling company is. And the one who always pays for this atrocity is the customer. Making scalping illegal eliminates bots, eliminates dynamic pricing controversies, and it puts less pressure on the system because it puts everyone on a level playing field. Kind of makes sense. I'm down with that. Yeah. I'm down with that. I, I know there's probably a lot of people, the ticket sculptors, who are like, no. But if you buy a ticket, you can't transfer it. It's yours. It's on, it, it, It's done. So nobody buys extra tickets. You You just have the tickets that you're going to use and... You know, if you want to bring someone else, then they have to be with you when you go in. You know what I mean?
1: Or is there a cap to it? If you do want a, a secondary market, you do only go 10% up, markup or something. Because some of these ticket prices that... Five, five, ten, the ticket that people are selling them for. But
4: how are you going to control that? You know, and, yeah. and these other websites like StubHub and stuff, the reseller sites or even just with cash like, oh, here's your ticket. Give me, you know, two Sell it for $2, face value. Then. You know what I mean? Um, so that he's kind of working for that. I don't know if that's a reality, but we shall see. Also this morning, Americans are becoming more disgruntled at work. That's according to a new Gallup poll. Which um, average results across the last year? It showed that less than a third of employees said they were actively engaged at work, or they feel passionate about their jobs. Now the number that number is about four uh, percent lower from a high of thirty six percent in twenty twenty, right in the middle of the pandemic. Uh, meanwhile, eighteen percent of people uh, say that they were actively disengaged. That's the highest number. That it has been in, since 2013, some of the biggest issues that cause workers to disconnect, um, poor clarity of expectations, a, a week to the mission or purpose of the company, like just what what, what is the purpose of what we are doing here? What is, what is our goal here? Uh, few opportunities to learn and grow, few opportunities to do what employees do best, and not feeling cared about at work.
1: Have you ever had a job that you dreaded going to?
4: oh yeah oh my gosh yeah like i so much so that i quit that was that one when i worked at that it wasn't costco it was before costco it's called price club and i i went one day and i was like this is the worst job ever went the second day and i was like i quit i, I left for lunch and i never came back they're, lo- they're lo- still <laughs> waiting for me
1: That <laughs> mercedes girl come back yeah no i should no. show up and be like
4: okay i'm back because <laughs> you were uh, a bagger right yeah, they just told me I was going to do one thing, and I was doing another. And the people that I was working with were really mean and not really uh, nice to new people. And I was just like, you know what, I, I, my life's too short. I'm not. I'm not going to do it now. I kind of wish I would have stayed because. No, they make a really good money doing that, but you know, you do what you do. What What about you?
1: Um, I mean the the inn was great. The rental car place was fine. There was a time when I was in Washington D.C. that I was just like just dreading going there. I was not happy with the environment that I was in. Loved doing radio, loved everything about it. I was just not happy where I was. And there was a, there was a there was a moment in time there, a couple moments of time there. That I was just I was not a happy person. Loved the career, loved everything, but just like I remember coming, pulling out of that building, I'm like ah here we
4: go here again. we go again yeah i mean you can be you can love the actual job but hate the people that you work
1: with yeah there were some interesting times there in washington dc
4: all right finally this morning any time something suspicious is found in a place it shouldn't be the authorities should be called to have it checked out sometimes it's something concerning usually pretty harmless like a piece of trash misplaced backpack something like that um but this is new police in louisiana say that an unknown possible explosive device prompted an evacuation on a street last Saturday. And the authorities looked into it and it was not a bomb. All it was, was an egg wrapped in a bandana. It was found under a porch. And the owner of the place said that they were worried when they saw it because they'd been receiving death threats. The police are still looking into the threats and who may have put the egg in the bandana at the home, but they're telling neighbors there's no danger that the evacuation was precautionary. Egg in the banana, bandana. That, um, that was a very expensive prank to play, given the price of eggs these days. When well, you say the cost of eggs, I'd be like, all right, I got myself a free egg. Yes, thank you. And a bandana. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I'm living large after that. Here in the 9 o'clock hour, weekends with Adele. Your chance to win a staycation for two. This is two nights. And tickets to see Adele live at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. 920 for your chance to win. Bring it, bring it. Would my Weezer song fall into the little category of stuff we were just talking about? Um, Weezer's cover of Africa?
4: I mean, kind of. If we're talking about covers, I was just telling JC, the music industry is so bizarre right now. And we had a meeting with a, a record guy yesterday, and he and I were talking about it. Just how these songs that are old are coming back and becoming hits. Like, they weren't hits the first time that they were actually released. And then, like, three years later they become a hit um i think a prime example of that would be the kate bush running up that hill song remember like that song came out in 1985 it was a moderate hit from what i understand it was like it was like i i think we looked it up it was like 42 on the charts but it definitely wasn't like a huge hit fast forward Stranger Things uses it in the show, and it I think it got up to number three at some point. It was just enormous, It was right? a song of
1: the summer. You couldn't escape the song this past summer. It was all over the place. Yeah. And... It's, and I hate to say this, but the first time I really heard it was from Stranger Things. And I love 80s music. I'm like, what is this song? It's the first time hearing hear it. It's I a had great song. I never
4: heard it. I had never heard it before, Stranger Things. And that's what he was like, you're kidding. I'm like, I never had heard it until that, that movie came out. Um, so then I was making an observation. I'm like, that's happening now with a couple of songs. Um, Bloody Mary from Lady Gaga. I'll dance, dance, dance with my
3: above hands, hands, hands my head,
4: that that came out in 2011 and then some some kid young person makes a remix of it puts it to the Wednesday Addams dancing scene on TikTok and it's back and it's bigger now like it's the resurgence is kind of crazy and even lady gaga is like thank you guys like, I, I, when, I think she wrote she said when your song from 2011 is a 2023 smash like just unbelievable and then there's another one and this song I love so much by the weekend this is off his Starboy album okay we're not even talking about his current album but the song Die For You Wasn't a hit in 2016. Don't know what happened, but here we are in 2023 and now it's a, a hit. It's just weird what's going on with music right now.
1: Is this a weekend song on TikTok? Like, why did this song, is it, in a, is it a show, in a movie? Why is this song all of a sudden. Back in the spotlight.
4: This one I don't really know. I, I I I just started seeing it being pushed and and played a lot more. Um, there's an artist that that we're playing right now that we just added this week, and um, his name is Tom Odell, and his song that we're playing it came out like 10 years ago, but now it's a hit.
1: <laughs> Wait, the top is it? Wasn't there a spokesperson for like, hey, I'm Tom Odell, and I'll leave the light on for like a, a hotel company? Uh, oh, Motel Six wasn't like Tom Odell, a spokesperson for Motel Six.
4: I don't think. So. I don't know. I don't. Who, know. Anyone
1: know that Tom I... Odell? Is it? I got the name wrong. I remember there's like commercials on the radio. I'm Tom Odell, and I'll leave the light on for Motel Six Are you or sure something. It like was that. Tom
4: Odell? Was it Tom Odell? I I, I don't I don't re- recall, but I could be wrong. I don't know. I I have no idea. Um, but his song "Another Love" that song came out like. I don't even remember when it came out. I didn't even hear it the first time. They were telling me in this meeting that this song was out for years. It came out in 2013, but now it's being added. So... I'm so confused by music right now and what's going on.
1: Tom O'Dell's like, I left music. I now have my successful uh, construction company, Odell and Brothers. You want me to get back into the game (laughs) now, guys? Who was it a hit 10 years ago, but now I'm back.
4: Someone just texted us, same with Sia, Unstoppable. Yes, that that song is not new. Yeah. Um, So I don't know, just an observation. I thought it was kind of crazy.
1: That's interesting. Uh, We have the Taylor Swift song right here. And then right after Taylor Swift, your chance to win those tickets to go see Adele. It's a Mix 94.1.
0: Probably
4: trending already. We're trending,
0: well. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix ninety four point one.
4: Okay, we have the Grammys trending this morning, and uh, this is pretty cool. They have announced some of the artists that are set to perform at this year's Grammys. This is the uh, kind of the first set of performers. Who's going to be performing? Well, we have Sam Smith and Kim Petras. They are going to be part of the uh, performance lineup at the Grammys this year. Lizzo will also hit the stage at the crypto.com arena in Los Angeles. Other Grammy performers announced are Bad Bunny, Mary J. Blige, Brandy Carlisle. Luke Combs, Steve Lacey. Now, more performers are going to be announced in the next few days. The awards are happening on Sunday, February 5th. And for the third year in a row, Trevor Noah is going to be hosting.
1: And then you mentioned earlier some rumors of maybe Lady Gaga showing up at the Grammys. Yeah,
4: that would I mean, that would be great. I Like I said, I, I meant to look it up to see if uh, her song from Top Gun, Maverick, was nominated for a Grammy. I don't remember, but um, it's definitely nominated for an Oscar. So If she doesn't perform at the Grammys, she should perform it at the Oscars. And
1: she's uh, right now filming the uh, Batman, right? Harley Quinn, she's going to be? Is is she filming that right now? I think so.
4: Yeah, so she's definitely got stuff going on, Mm -hmm. so maybe we won't see her. Who knows? Also trending this morning is Regé-Jean Page. If you're a fan of Bridgerton... You definitely know who he is. And according to new research, he is the most handsome man in the world. Cosmetic surgeons have found that the Bridgerton star's face is 93.65% perfect in terms of the golden ratio. Now, if you haven't heard us talk about the golden ratio before, it, it measures the symmetry of a person's face. And then it that determines their attractiveness so they're saying the more symmetrical your face is the more attractive that you are coming in behind him is chris hemsworth michael b jordan harry styles and british soccer player jude bellingham so if it's if your face is symmetrical, you're more attractive. But what if it's like what if it's unattractive on both sides, but it's perfectly symmetrical? Does that make you <laughs> attractive all of a sudden? My
1: face is uneven, so I, I would be. I would scale. I would land low on that. Shot. I
4: would land low on it yeah. too. I think so. I um, yeah. I, I definitely have one side that I like better than another. And sometimes when I see myself in pictures, I'm like, oh, that is like my worst side. I definitely know it's not symmetrical.
1: I'm like two face. It's like seriously. Like it's so funny. Like you cover one side. It's like this. And he comes the other side. I mean, there's just two different faces. Yeah, it's but they blend together. Kind of together. <laughs> works at times. Depends on the lighting. <laughs>
4: the lighting. <laughs> um, Hormel is trending this morning. They have partnered with Modest Brewing out of Minnesota to create a Hormel Chili Cheese Brew. Does not sound good. <laughs> it is chili cheese spiced beer. On the label, it says it, that it pairs well with recliners, gaming late night snack attacks they describe it as chili cheese dip inspired corn chip flavored crushable american lager with a mix of savory spices and hints of cheddar cheese powder ugh that's a, that's a no for me dog it's available at Hormel chili <laughs> you cheese say brew dog? yeah <laughs> hormillchilicheesebrew.com while supplies last and that's what's trending what do you think is this sounds worse that or would
1: you rather do that or go back to that pink sauce we did this week
4: ooh I might try the beer. <laughs> I did not like that pink, pink sauce. Pink sauce was awful. Steph awful. loved it there. She's smiling from ear to ear right now. I love that pink sauce,
3: and I hate to break it to you. I already reached out to those Hormel people to see if we could do it for a try. Oh, oh, oh
4: man. Oh. So we'll really get
3: to compare what's better. Oh,
1: my gosh. All right, coming up here in 11 minutes, we have a four-pack of tickets for you to go see the Harlem Globetrotters.
5: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,